At the center of the augmented reality industry lies one company. It's Gravity Jack. And they've been the secret pioneer in the augmented reality and virtual reality space since the early 2000s. Gravity Jack has worked with a plethora of Fortune 500 companies to create the augmented reality experiences you've seen and used today. And after a long wait, they've finally begun their first ever public stock offering. Gravity Jack invites you to join them. They'll continue to be at the center. Find them on startengine.com. Week number two. Knox is still gone. Welcome to Cross Politics. <laughs> but Knox is I'm not completely Knox, gone. Knox here. He's here. Yeah. I'm not completely gone. I don't like being talked to like that. I'm, I'm, like I'm not there. Like you're gone, there. gone. It, right. No, no, you're, you're gone. <laughs> what is that, cough syrup? What are and, you holding? It's so bad. We brought, I, I brought some, some Czechoslovakian liquor into the studio. <laughs> From our friend, from Czech. <laughs> It's so that's bad. gasoline. He's, he's helping. He's helping us out. He said it's like uh, it's sort of some kind of herbal liquor. Um, herbal. That's what it says. Herbal <laughs> liquor on the side. Thirty-eight percent. That's how bad it is. And also, it also, our, forget our, about everything. We we have some friends from uh, uh, Texas who make some jerky. Oh yeah. And Farmer Bills. Farmer Bills. These guys, look, like look, this is already a beef. Oh yeah, it has. Beef slices. It's a Sorry. it's a unique style or old school actually style of jerky. What does that mean? Um, where uh, it, it comes in a nitrogen filled plastic bag. Whoa! And it contains a product, and it continues to cure uh, while it's in your fridge. Mm. And so it's kind of a um, mm. uh, uh, you know a, a kind of a built built tongue product. Hey. Yeah, it's, it's, it's y'all send me some of that. Mm -mm. Y'all send me no. send me a little bit. So, no, and then and then no. Look, look, they even got bison, mm. bison, bison slice. What's this one? Uh, that's What's just beef? beef. That's just beef. Uh, and no. so they're you know yeah, yeah, yeah try that, try that. And they're um, using all sorts of you know they're you know grass fed cows, all that stuff. No, 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 no major sugars added. This one I haven't had yet. I want, but this is like a this is beef slale. I don't even know what that is. Slay? I mean, come on! Don't Feel you guys that. have like a, a promo or something to read right now? No, no, no! Don't you guys have like a commercial? No, no, Nox, you are here. This is our show, man. Oh man, this is our show. Oh man, bison's good. Yeah, the bison, the bison's oh, legit. Man. But this is like Nox is really good. Nox, hey. it's amazing. Nox. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's no, great. Nox, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. You don't understand. You don't understand. That it's is wonderful. It's really good. Yeah, Thanks. That's amazing. That's a way to love your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Instead awesome. of settling for modern methods of jerky making, adding tons of sugar, soy, preservatives, we have rediscovered a time-honored method of air drying used by South African farmers and pioneers of centuries past. Before modern technology, they soaked mm. large strips of meat and vinegar, added salt, spices, then air dried them to craft built tongue. They're colonizers. Yeah. They're colonizers. <laughs> mm. But yeah. Phil, that's a yeah. chunk of oh meat. Oh my goodness! Hey, yeah. Don't open that one. Leave that yeah. one unopened. It's just like I, a solid okay. slab of meat. And, and yeah, guys, just leave that one like that. So Put our, on my desk. Our based <laughs> our based businesses uh, magazine. So uh, oh. uh, uh, came out. Okay, I got a copy for you downstairs, Toby. I got uh, I got a little to read. I got a little to read yeah. for you <laughs> from this. From this oh, magazine, no, no. okay. This is actually David Reese. So this ain't this ain't me. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, I, oh, I, I should have put something in here, but he I, reads I, his I, own article. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, guys, 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 guys. I is, got something. For this me. is so good. This is so good. <laughs> Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Okay, this is actually from David Reese. He, right. This is just his first um, intro into it. He said, "We've been lied to. We believe that businesses is a public institution rather than private property." 
Compounding on this mistake is the second lie we believe that the public sphere is not under the law of God. As a result, mm-hmm. Christians start businesses, build companies, create products, and advertise culture uh, where God is not honored, where Christ is not king. This is a mistake with a multi- with multi-generational consequences for ourselves, our culture, and Christ Christ's kingdom. This is a call to create Christian businesses, to hang the banner of Christ on our companies. This is a call to do businesses as prophet, priest, and king. Whoa. Not not public institution. The public doesn't own my business. Mm. Oh. You know, the government doesn't own cross politic. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a this is economics is driven from the family first, not driven by the government. Long before our government was even a government here in our country, there was economic exchanges, economies building that happened because of families. This is I'm, I'm excited about that article. So also that's a great article, also, but I can't hear it. Pass toe, pass toe, be smacking over there. Also, <laughs> there's a smokehouse beef slices. I also started in somebody's house. That's right. That's right. This is this is prophet, priest, and king right here, <laughs> all wrapped up in the meat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, Toby, you got something you got to add to read, or do I, should I talk for just a second my longer? Mouth, while you my mouth is full. You got to talk one more minute. Go. One one more minute. Um, uh, I'm actually I- I- excited about uh, th- this show. This and the next show we got we got um uh, uh, Asa Miller coming on. Mm-hmm. And next show, he's a was a former SEAL fighting Biden yeah. in all this administration in, in this um, mm. forced vaccination world. So you guys got to catch that oh, show yeah. tomorrow. And then um, uh, the rest of the week, we have Darren Sid coming in, Sid coming in to talk about why the pro life movement should have won in Ohio but lost mm. and everything. So that's, excited, a, that's amazing. That. Yeah, I'm he wrote an that. article at the Sentinel that everybody needs to read too. But it's that story is going to break your heart. And we need to know how we're fighting. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got to listen to that one. Page 50 is a distinctly Christian marketing company striving to help Christ Christian owned businesses grow and succeed in our digital age. They don't want to just make a paycheck. They want to change the world. And that means building it alongside you. The mission is bigger than just Sunday. Page 50 wants to help Christians recapture the work week, economic and political influence and the public square. Page 50 doesn't work with just anybody. But if you're a believer, they want to work with you. Visit page50.com. You got to spell it out. Page50, P-A-G-E-F-I-F-T-Y.com and see what they can do for you. That's page50.com. So if you guys have been paying yeah, attention. So why, don't you go ahead. Go ahead and, why don't you go ahead and wash some of that down with the, um, that, bur- that, that whiskey you got that, over that, there. Bur- Looks like you might as well. Bet your cough. Some some herbal liquor. Bet your rope. Yeah, why don't you just wipe it? <laughs> I, I got it. It's it's Betcher Ravka. Oh no! What's what's our what's Be- our boy's Becker? name from uh, from Czech Republic? Is it Jan? Is it Jan? Uh, yeah yeah Jan? Jan. Yeah Jan, Jan from Czech. Jan, hey, cheers, brother. Thank you very much for this. I'm yeah. gonna open it right now. Do you have a cup? No, just take this wig. I'll just is, take this wig. Is Bree out there? We have a cup. Uh-huh. No, no cups. No cups. Okay. Okay. Nils, Nils gonna do it. He's gonna walk right across the screen. That's okay. He can just walk right back forward. I feel like I should be yeah. supporting a cup. Okay. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let me smell it. Let me smell it. Wow. That's <laughs> like, uh, well, I'll let you smell it. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's like aftershave. No, well, <laughs> I was going to say mouthwash. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like a... I Just mean, one? Oh, okay. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Okay. Come on, bro. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Neil did all, all right. that without uh, right, getting go. in the camera. Right. Just that's a, a little, good producer. There you go. Okay. Give me, give me a little more. Yeah. All right. There you go. Have a sweet. Here we go. Cheers to uh, the, king, the kingdom in Czechoslovakia, That's right. the che- in the Czech Republic. Christ is king. Woo. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm. What That's you, surprising. What do, think, what do you think? Tastes like water. <laughs> mm, mm. That's that's actually surprisingly good. It's very it's, Christmassy. It's like uh, it's kind of yeah, it's sort of refreshing. Yeah, I mean it is er, uh, herby, herby, Christmassy, herby, herby. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word herby. It's 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 yeah. herb as a yeah. uh, adjective. Herby, <laughs> er, not urban. Yeah, herby because herbs. All right. Uh huh. Um, so, yeah. uh, California, San Francisco is cleaning up the streets. Mm. While San Francisco is in the spotlight for the Asia-Pacific Economic Conference, city leaders are making sure the city shines. Tourism is our business here in San Francisco, and we need to focus on making sure that the tourist dollars still come back. Caltrans repaving major roadways like the Harrison Street off-ramp from the I-80. BART doubling down by deep cleaning their stations overnight more often. The city had gotten a little bit dingy over time. <laughs> Scrubbing and power washing is happening all over the city. Yeah, the bottom of my shoes look clean. Like. It's noticeable how clear the streets look and how few homeless encampments there are on major thoroughfares. Having been a longtime resident in the Bay Area, you just naturally start to wonder of like houseless folks being displaced. Houseless. Public Works is installing decorative crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown. And the Webster Street pedestrian bridge in Japantown was recently repainted. The Yerba Buena Gardens at the Moscone Center are decked out with new colorful landscaping and murals, paid for by the Clean California grant, just in time for the 20,000 high-profile CEOs and heads of state coming into town next week. Some people say this should be how it's always done. What about the people who are here year-round, you know, and like <laughs> local, hardworking, working-class Bay Area folks? Others welcome the cleanup. Anything that brings in uh, a positive look on the city of San Francisco is great. We will continue to do everything we can to maintain cleanliness in our streets. Everything we can. And city officials are saying that there are no additional funds that are being allocated for beautification. Departments are just using existing budgets. They also say that those budgets are being moved so that they can focus on the areas where APEC is taking place. The summit is expected to start on Wednesday. And, of course, people will start coming into town over the weekend and early next week. I'm live in San Francisco. Back to you, Julie. All right. Nothing like a little extra motivation to clean things up. Crystal, thank you. <laughs> That's good. It's 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 comical. There's a couple things that, to really um, notice in that. First, the homeless population in San Francisco is significant, and it's been awful um, and grown since 2020. Um, I, I remember talking to a, to a, a friend who's a cop in the Bay Area in San Francisco, particularly, and he said at the first of every month we call it Zombie Apocalypse Month. I think I've said this on mm. the show before because oh, the oh. government gives their handouts, yeah, 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 and the homeless population goes and buys their drugs. And so they know they know when the first of every month is first uh, fourth you know yeah. and so that happens for about the first three four days of the of the month wow. in the homeless population. Wow! I mean, you'll notice that uh, I don't know if it's the mayor or that that gal who said we're doing everything we can. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're doing everything you can? This has been a problem for a long time, and now a world economic conference, the Asian Pacific Economic Conference, is all of a sudden coming into town. Yeah. Uh, and and then lastly in the videos they they said um, this is being cleaned up with existing budgets right no new money no new money's coming in right. so <laughs> why weren't you cleaning up right. if you had the money in your existing budget why weren't you cleaning it up because the president of communist China wasn't coming yet yeah Xi President Xi's coming into town right and here's what Lord 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 is that what they, is that what they yeah, call him that's 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 what San Francisco calls him oh yes. yeah because <laughs> you, you clean up for the Lord. That's right. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. That's funny. And so here's what 
Gavin Newsom, obviously San Francisco is cleaner now and people are noticing. Right. And so Gavin Newsom, here's what his response was to the cleanup. This is about addressing one of those mysteries of life. Why the hell didn't we do this 25 years ago? Why isn't that cleaned up? Why is that graffiti there? Why are all these encampments? I spend more money on taxes every single damn year. Clean it up. Do your job. That I had to look in the mirror and realize that this happened on my watch, not someone else's watch. That Caltran had a role to play in this and a responsibility to address this. And, and it's not just about cleaning things up. It's about beautification. It's about leaving something behind more meaningful. And it's also about the process of renewal and rebirth as it relates to a workforce program that now includes, get this, 8,700 folks that have worked through the Clean California initiative since we launched this. You know, I, I don't care about this jurisdictional nonsense. How can we help? What do you need? And if and 90% of the time, it's literally time. It's like we've been waiting for an answer for a year and we can't get a return phone call. It's not about money. All this is not about money. It really isn't. We put three and a half million bucks up for this. That's not insignificant, but the money's out there. It's about initiative. It's about commitment. It's about accountability. It's about leadership and it's about collaboration and it's about breaking down silos and all these stupid jurisdictions. And so I, I'm really excited. I, I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> but it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. And we've raised the bar of expectation between the city, the county, and the state. <laughs> Knox? We ran a positive campaign. We campaigned <laughs> on the issues. The That's issues right. issues is change. Change for yeah. the future. That's awesome. As not what your country can do for you. You have nothing to fear but fear itself. <laughs> if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Live free or die. And in conclusion... Read my lips, <laughs> dude. That Eddie Murphy. That was that was quality, bro. That's good. That's, that's good. exactly right. Oh, that's, that's the only thing he he didn't. I mean, we have come so used to people talking, and then for the rest of us, we make sense somehow of everything they said. The only thing he said that merely made any sense to me was the end, right? And that didn't even make sense. It's true because it's true because it's true. <laughs> Because it's true. Because it's true. Because we're doing it. He said, we're doing it for the World yeah. Economic Conference that's coming in town. Yeah. And it, and we're doing it. That's true. We are cleaning up before the, for this conference yes. because it's true. Because it's true. What is wrong with us that we got leaders like that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, really. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's amazing they, that he, he, he missed that. It's a 25-year, you know, we should have been doing this for 25 years. So he missed that this has been a problem for a long time right. in San Francisco. Right. But, but there have been conversations going on, Gabe. About things. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what the conversations were about, but they were about things. And the things were true. And that was true. Because it's true. Because <laughs> yeah. it's true. But, but here's the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Knox. Go, go. No, I have two, I have two things. One of them is I'm, I'm concerned that a, a place that is a group of people who are concerned about economics would decide to choose San Francisco. Like, how did San Francisco get that, win that lottery? And who, a part of the economic group said, you know, of all the places we want to go visit in America and talk about economics, 
It's San Francisco. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, a little concerning. But uh, but also <laughs> think about it. President G would not be welcome in Texas. Yeah. President G would not be welcome in Florida. Okay, take take off five states. Take off five states. San Francisco, they're the one, the nastiest, dirtiest place that we have. The people are not caring about their environment. That's where they want to go talk about economics at. Yeah, well, that's the right. They're the most like minded of the commies. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, but that's the, yeah. it makes me think that those guys feel that San Francisco in some way is feasible. Yeah. And strategic. Yep. Yeah. And that's and yeah. that and that should make the rest of the union feel very uncomfortable, especially if we disagree with the people who are coming here to have this conversation that's on right. economics. That's right. right. But well that but that's I mean, I think of all the states, California is the state in the union that is most, most running the socialist play. Yeah. And having um, you know, and 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 bought the whole program. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this especially in the most recent, you know, following the Dobbs decision, California's, you know, it, um has affirmed the right to murder babies all the way up to birth yeah. and has said, mm-hmm. if you're in a state that's as limiting your ability to get access, come to our state, come to our state. Um, we'll help you murder your babies. Um, you know, it fits right in with the, you know, with a one child, you know, policy of, and that's abortion right. policy mm. of, of communist China. Right. That's right. Mm. Well, I think the other thing that go ahead, go ahead Gabe, I'm, nope. I, 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 I want to hear again. two things. I want to hear two things. My second thing was, this reminded me a lot of the conversation that's happening inside of, of the, the, the Christian nationalist conversation. And, and the question that is being asked is who should we care for first? Um, egoism or altruism is kind of the conversation right now. What the, the Tilios, the end of this is, do we care about self-interest first or do we care about other people first? And it seems like a, a conversation that is not really that important and the people who are going altruistic, who are going to say, hey, we need to care for others first, are don't understand that they end up turning into San Francisco before it's all said and done. Because there's no way to define what good care is for others without first defining good care for yourself. So when you love your neighbor as yourself, if you don't care for yourself, how are you loving your neighbor? What does care really look like? And that's something that we've we've assumed and lost. We've forgotten that we have to understand good self-government. And unfortunately, for a lot of our families, we fall into the position of San Francisco where we can care less about how our house looks for each other. Yeah. But when we know we're having guests coming over, we'll all go clean it up real quick because it's good for that. But what yeah. about having a good, clean house for your family, yeah. right. well, for because, your people that are there? Yeah. And right. I, I think the connection between San Francisco there is that like that, that Baptist pre-mill or that, that modern evangelical pre-mill theology cares more about Israel's borders than our own borders, mm. Mm. right? It, it, there's this whole worldview that we got to keep, we got to be loyal to Israel, we got to send money over to Israel. You got to defend Israel, and we don't know how to take care of our own house because, because also largely there, um, you know, um, Israel's the only nation that the that the evangelical, um, you know, Baptist, uh, you know, American Baptist pre-mill uh, worldview looks at and says, okay. They can be identified as a nation. They can repent as a nation, but America can't repent as a nation because nations can't repent. But somehow Israel can in all this, right? Because that's. But get, I get, go ahead. No, I think part of, but this is the thing that I don't that the the, the Christian nationalists are pressing in on this conversation, and I'm. I, it took me a minute to get it. You really, if you say you love Israel, you're a Zionist all the way in. You cannot care for Israel's borders 
properly, not having caring for your own. Right, right. And that's what everybody is missing. You can't care properly. A man that is beating his wife is not understood that he's beating himself and he's not caring properly about how he stands before God uh, and that he's made in the image of God. And so he's treating his wife like he's treating himself. That's inescapable. And so if we have broken borders, we should be the last people being able to say we can go run and fix theirs. Yeah. Because whatever we have on our hands are going to be as broken as 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 what we have in our environment. We're going to break theirs, too. Right. Right. So the best thing we could do is get home right first and then reach out. And what, they, what do they tell you when you get on an airplane? Don't put nobody else's mask on first. If these <laughs> things come down, I, don't do that. Right. Put your own on first. Yeah. And then while you can breathe, then you can help somebody else. Yeah. That's Christian nationalism. That's, that's Christian nationalism. Right. <laughs> put, put your mask on first. No, I don't want to equate airline um, uh, legalism and tyranny with Christian nationalism. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Now, you, you, I mean, you don't have to put your mask on. But. Bad metaphor. <laughs> what so. I uh, what I tell my my uh, my preaching class um, often is, you can't give what you don't have, mm-hmm. and and that's I think that's what you're getting at, Knox, and and that's you know. Um, uh, that's why in First Timothy five it says a man that does not care for his own household, the people of his own household, is worse than an unbeliever. Yeah. Um, and, and another way of saying it would be um, uh, the church and Christians should care and are required to care um, for orphans and widows, but that begins by not creating any new ones. Right. To, you know, first stop, or, or it begins by getting all the homeless first, out of San Francisco. First, 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 <laughs> stop the bleed. Yeah, you know, right. first, first stop create because you have this problem, and I think you're getting at this, Knox. But like, you have this problem in the church where you have pastors and mission. I mean, why are PKs and MKs like? Why is That's that a right. thing? Why do people talk about preachers' kids? Because yeah. they're awful. Yeah, and the and the and yeah. the the reputation that they have is. You know, and 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 sadly, there are some really terrible um, instances of this where famous pastors, pastors and preachers that people know, their kids are complete flameouts. They're they're homosexuals. They're transgenders. They commit suicide. Um, they're the worst. And what did they do? Well, they they sacrifice their ministry, quote unquote, on the altar. You know, they, they sacrifice their kids on the altar of their ministry. They sacrifice their family on the altar of their ministry. And I think that's why um, we're in such a terrible shape. We're yeah, we're we're all San Francisco. Mm. Exactly. No, and it's ambiguous too. You can't. You get so much ambiguity when you remove the first care. So when you say care for widows and orphans, how? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like your kids. Right. <laughs> right. How? Right. 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 And so, like, care for how? Do, we don't have a definition of where to put these people at if we don't have the structures that God has given us in our own homes right. to define that. Right. And I, that is defined. You yeah, go ahead, pastor. No, no, I, finish your sentence, man. I, that, that is defined by those structures that we are developed into. This is why the fifth commandment is so important Yeah, because it's given you a structure and a hierarchical layout and compared to what, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I, I told, uh, I actually tweeted this, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, or maybe a little bit longer to Owen Strand when he was, he, he had some tweet on, on the, on the Twitter spheres saying, uh, you know, um, you know, the gospel completely transforms the family, the, the gospel completely transforms the family. And I'm, you know, okay. There's a sense in which I, I 
can I, I can kind of say, yeah, that in terms of the way that the gospel changes our hearts and teaches us how to love and yeah. puts to death selfishness and all the rest of it, sure, but it doesn't like completely um, uh, uh, change up the family. Otherwise, you know, right. he's, he quotes a passage where you know where Jesus says, you know, who are my mother and my brothers, but yeah. those who do the will of my father. But like, like I, I mean, how do you love someone? Um, you know, how do you love a, another older woman in the church as a mother and honor her as a mother if you don't honor your own mother? Right. Um, right. How, how do you how do you receive other brothers and sisters if you don't know what a brother or sister yeah. is? You can't you can't cut the you know the branch off and then right. still get the fruit off the branch. Right. right. Um, and, and that's just another way of saying what you're what you're saying, Knox. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing I just want to say on this game before you, you probably want to jump in, but you know, when we talk about egoism in this sense or caring self-care, understanding uh, the offices and the relationships properly so that we can go out. I think a lot of people here, you're just internally thinking of you and your people and that's it. Yeah. And that's actually not what we're saying at all. We're actually saying because we have such a good, strong foundation of a family yeah. of self-government of relationships and roles, we have the things to build a society on top of. That's right. That's right. And unless you have that, you can't actually build a society. So focusing into the ones who are close to you, loving them well first allows you to love the rest of the world properly in its right context. That's right. And so you don't get the altruism that you're looking for. You don't get the reaching to others that you're looking for apart from defining and love. I can, I learn the context to love women properly by the relationship I have with my wife, mm-hmm. right? Oh, they're this type of being. Oh, they need to be protected in this type of way. And yeah. I've learned that from my mother yeah. and my sisters. Right. I learned that at home and I don't have a care for that. I just saw something where guys are talking about can a high school basketball team beat a pro female basketball team. And I had to stop and, and get out of the conversation say, why are we putting boys against women like this? Right. We're debating. And we've already bought into the cosmology of society. It's like they're not ever going to, we're never going to do that. Right. That's a young man. That right. is a woman. We That's no. And, right. and you get that if you have a strong sense of home, but because we don't, we're allowing these conversations to take place because they've set the standard right. in an altruistic way. And that's, and that's actually, that's, that's practical socialism actually. Um, yes, because that's 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 how socialism works. It sort of it wants to create um, goods and services out of thin air. It wants to just command mm. them, command them to exist. But this but this is why socialism never works because it, you know what you know what Thatcher say. Eventually, you run out of other people's money. Yeah, right. eventually, you run out of other people's goods and services. Right. And so you can't give if you have nothing to give, which right. means you have to con- you have to concern yourself first of all with working with your own two hands paying your own bills, having a roof mm. over your own head, supporting your own wife and your own kids. And if you do that faithfully, then you'll have that which to give right. to those who are in yes. need. But if you don't care for those things first, you don't have anything to give. And only, the only thing you'll have to give is someone else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. you know, that's, and that's what like, um, even Paul in, in second Corinthians, it's a, it's a missionary. It's a support letter. He's asking for an offering. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it's a really, that's the overarching goal of second Corinthians. Right. And that's where it says, God loves a cheerful giver. But even there, Paul says that God does not expect us to give what we don't have. He, he expects us to give from the abundance of yeah. what we have. So don't, don't take your credit card out yeah. and give money it, and yeah, tithe like, on your credit right, card. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, somebody could be like, yeah, a complete idiot and go to church and be like, you know, I'm giving my whole paycheck this month yeah. to the church. 
And then the next day, doesn't have the money to pay his rent. He now food, needs the deacons to step in. Comes back to the deacons yeah. fund and is like, um, can I get some help with my, my money? I, you know, where's your, where'd your money go? Oh, I gave it all in a tithe to the church. Yeah, right. That's, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Yeah. You, you're you're not actually you're not being wise. You're not being careful. You're you're acting like a practical socialist. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is where like uh, as Christians we've got caught up in the socialism even further. Where you know San Francisco they create the homeless problem. Yeah. Through all their socialists, uh, you know, handouts and all that stuff, and right. and then and then they, right, where they the homeless people know that their paychecks coming every yeah, month, so they can that's with right. someone else's money to do drugs with. And then and then Gavin Newsom comes in and says, "We should have cleaned this up twenty five years ago. Yeah. This is my fault. I was responsible. You know, all that stuff." And but you look at you but, know, but President Communist Lord Chi wasn't coming yet. Yeah, and so now he's coming, and yeah. so it's true. Yeah, that is true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But you go through. I mean, there's a number of uh, numerous examples. That that illustrate this point, but like you remember in Oregon, we covered in 2020 that Oregon had voted to legalize um, not just marijuana but major drugs. Yeah. Now yeah, you couldn't right. have tons of it, but you could have you know an ounce or whatever, you know, small 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 bits of it right. and everything. Right. Um, and now there's like all these surveys coming out that are that the citizens are now overwhelmingly against what they voted for in 2020. <laughs> and but remember, part of the sales pitch for the 2020 legislation was we are going to take some of the taxes created from selling marijuana or whatever. Right. And we're going to create programs to help those who are addicted. Right. Right. It's insanity. Right. And then, and then, you know, and, and, and you know, not, I, I'm, I'm glad that I, I could, I think, I believe that president G wouldn't be welcome in Texas, maybe in Austin, maybe in the liberal yeah. quarters of Austin or whatever. Don't speak too soon, man. You know, I, yeah, you know, not, <laughs> not, not Florida and all that, but, but Christians in, in, in legislators that are, uh, that we believe are sympathetic to kind of the Christian worldview are constantly running these same band-aid plays. And we think, we mm-hmm. think that, you know, um, you know, like, like how we think about Israel, like, like this, this pre-mill uh, worldview with Israel. It's like, we're absolutely behind Israel. I remember um, going to this pre-mill Disby church, and they had this ad um, in the newspaper, in the church newspaper, saying, hey, you want to f- help fulfill biblical prophecy? Right. Um, donate money to us, and we'll fly Jews back to Israel. Okay. And they think they're being kind. Yeah. And they think they're being helpful. And they think they're part of fulfilling biblical. I think Jerry Falwell was on the ad, too, and everything. And and But even there, if if they're fulfilling biblical prophecy, prophecy as, as Gary, Gary DeMar pointed out before, is like, Two thirds of Israel is going to die in this prophecy. Right. So you're yeah. you're funding the if, plane flights yeah, of two thirds and two thirds of those people on that plane flight are going are are to die. Yeah, that's and if, we if, think if, that's compassion. If, if that prophecy comes fulfills, yeah but, yeah. but but then Jesus comes back, so it's going to be okay, Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, you're you're. It's insane. The the, the, pro, the here here's a hammer. Hit yourself in the head with it. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and here's here, a bandaid. Don't worry, we'll sell you a bandaid. Yeah, and ibuprofen. Yeah, with yeah. with the proceeds from the money you spent on hit and you know paying to hit yourself in the head with a hammer. That's right. Classical conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. They provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries. And they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. Knox, the last thought? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Oregon thing is, is insane because we, we don't have time to talk all the way about it, but I just have to say this. Drugs, the people are realizing that the government is doing a bad job being a church and being a family. 
that's it. They, they're doing a bad job being a church and family. And they're, they're trying to find, since they've excommunicated both the family and the, and the church, uh, they're trying to figure out what to fill it with. Drugs are not a civil magistrate's problem, right? That is a family problem. And that is yeah, a church right. problem. Right. And when the civil magistrate crosses over into a sphere, they make a whole mess of it. And we are in uncommon times, right? This is chaos. So everybody's trying to fix it. And you can't just make it. They shouldn't even be making laws about it. That's, it should, it should, that's not their role and responsibility. But since they have, we've messed up everything. And we got to figure out how to get back to what normal is. So everything is kind of kittywampus. So we, I understand the process to get there. But we have to remember what the standard really is. When we have drugs that are taking over our family, we are dealing with a broken family. Right. When we have, uh, when we in the church that doesn't have right doctrine, doesn't have right discipline, it doesn't have right worship, you get homeless and drug drug filled streets. Right. And we think that it's an economic problem per se. That plays a part in it. But your economics are cursed when you don't fear God. You don't have right worship or right discipline. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. And so. But the the churches and the families, they're the only answer for the problem that's going on in Oregon. And so long as they keep up assuming that the government can fill the roles of the church and the family, they are never going to have peace on this situation. That's right. No, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You want to close out? No. I'm closing out. No. Okay. No, I don't close out. All right. All right. <laughs> Knox, man. Miss you, brother. Thank you for tuning in. Miss you guys too, man. Hey, y'all. Join the club, support what we're doing. Really appreciate that. Make sure you download the app. You can now type in Fight, Laugh, Feast in the oh, App nice. Store and Cross Politics or the Pub, or the pub TV yeah. to download the app. Yeah. If you're single, make you get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them until tomorrow. Love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. I was trying to nail that, that beat at the end. Yeah. This, there this we go. Cross yeah, Politics. Yeah. The Word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow. Through the Spirit, God's Word changes lives. It cuts us to the heart and reshapes us. As you strive to read and study scripture, having a good set of tools can help. From setting reminders for a great reading plan to word studies and commentaries that shed light on difficult passages, to listening on the go. The Olive Tree Bible app can help you dig into the word wherever you are. Olive Tree Bible app, read, study, listen, anywhere.